everyone. Welcome to this episode of <laughs> Holding Hands Podcast. Today we're going to talk about June. <laughs> turn up, turn up, turn up. Why you always got to introduce a show like, like a turn little preschool up, show? <laughs> turn up. I'm sorry. Okay, so um, I'm just really excited about this because Juneteenth has been the most slept on celebration for so many years. Nobody and knew about it. Literally, we just found I, out about no, it like we didn't three or four years. The last four years consecutively, every year on that day, I do not work. You may not pick up on it, but you know is that for, especially for the last two years that that's true. I might give you the last two years, but I know for a fact for the last four years I've been taking that day off. Anyways, it's important. We need to celebrate it. Psych. So we got. Our guest here today, friends of the pod. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Let them introduce themselves so they can uh, tell everybody what they want to go by. Lady first. Lady Spires. Yep. Hello, everyone. This is Jasmine, and you can address me as such. Jasmine, Jazz is fine. Or Mrs. Henderson. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Congrats. Again. Thank you. All right. This is Will, a.k.a. DJ Hendog. Whoop, whoop. Hey. <laughs> we, we missed the last show. We did. We did. But um, welcome back, guys. Um, we really want to have y'all back because, you know, we know that we have a lot going on right now. And we're having an awakening so black people are starting to realize hey we need to celebrate ourselves more and love ourselves more and do more for ourselves because there's nobody coming to help us anytime soon exactly now we have as a whole kind of made a declaration that we would celebrate juneteenth regardless of what these people say (laughs) <laughs> instead of July 4th. Now, I, there's still confusion as to I ain't celebrating July 4th. That's whether on we're going to celebrate It's on July a Saturday 4th. this year. That's my off-day period. So, I mean, I got always used to tell you, I'm just happy to have an off-day for July 4th. You used to get mad and argue with me about so, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. They didn't give me the I day off. I have always been passionate about Juneteenth because I already knew the truth and the history of America. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have always known that. And so it's very important for me. But speaking of the truth, what is the history behind Juneteenth for our audience that don't understand, never heard of it? What is the history behind Juneteenth? You asking us? Yeah. <laughs> anybody. Okay, so I know that it was first celebrated in 1865. Mm-hmm. in texas and i know that that was officially like the day that we were freed as slaves or officially recognized mm-hmm. all of us so i know some i know us, that much some of us were freed like two years earlier and as a whole we were all free in 1865 okay yeah so that's why people celebrate June 19th. But you know, some people might say, oh, well, some slaves were free before then. Yeah, but as a whole, we were free in 1865. And that speaks volumes because as a whole, we cannot be free unless all of us are free. 
Exactly. Um, so next question. That was a very shallow answer. Um, I'm just kidding, y'all. I think it was shallow. Nah. I was being sincere. I don't know. I just thought it was a little that. I thought it was like a war. But it's not. Just <laughs> what were you looking for? A fight, a an argument, a war, a battle. It I don't is. Know. It's not it's not a battle because we're on the it's not a battle because we're on the same side. Never mind. Okay, he, he's talking about like in historical like context. Oh, uh, okay. Technically, technically, it was. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Okay. No shed light. Shed light. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't got nothing. Y'all know I ain't. I'm not deep on this kind of subject matter on the sports. But that's the thing. You need to be. That's right. Will you too? You quiet over there. I'm just taking everything in. No, <laughs> you need to. <laughs> he taking notes. Yep, mental notes. All right. Oh, well, okay. What is uh you asking Will? being? What does being black mean to you, or being African American? What does that mean to you, like uh, as a whole? Uh, it means everything, especially being a black man in America. Um, Especially holding the role I am right, I'm in right now. Uh, it's not too many uh, like project managers. That's what I am. It's not too many people that's in my role. So uh, in your company, yeah. Big no, we're not, we're not, we're not getting there yet. But anyways, uh, so it's 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 a lot of I would say it's a lot on a black man and in my role I'll say, yeah. especially if, like. Uh, have little cousins that you know pretty much look up to you and everything. So it's just a lot. And then you gotta you know do more than your next coworker that's not black. So that is true. You gotta work ten times harder to get half as far. Yeah, and I just feel like that's. I mean, that and I feel like we're we're more scrutinized or more watched. Mm-hmm. No matter what we do, how impressive we are, we always the person or. Uh, people that everybody's watching and trying to sh- imitate they want to be like us mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like that so black people i ain't gonna say we set the standard but we set the standard you know we do set the standard so we just that's what it means to me i, f- I feel like we are we're trendsetters trendsetters the culture creatives mm-hmm Okay. Um, brilliant minds that deserve recognition. So we're gonna talk about some of the businesses that have been trying to muffle the movement lately. Like, I'll, so full disclosure, I'm not gonna sit up here and say that I represent Black Lives Matter because that's owned by somebody that's not of the black race. I just want to throw that out there. And the reason why I feel like people should know that is because it's kind of, if the people who are in control can skew their view and their target audience, and it's not coming from black people, we run into issues. So that's what we're running into with Black Lives Matter. People have been hollering Black Lives Matter for years and I, mean, I, I still, I really still say it, but I don't like necessarily mean like I'm part of Black Lives, yeah, Black Lives Matter group. I just say it as 
literally Black Lives Matter. I'm not even like saying I'm part of the group yeah. because I know, understand that that group is not necessarily black people running it, which I don't it's, know how it strange. happened. That is, I did not know that. It's that's strange. like disturbing to me. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah it's not run by who it should be run by, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like if you have a BET that is owned by white people. <laughs> So sad. <laughs> no shade. But I mean, you you can't, it's just the element of the black experience that you can't emulate unless you are the black. black. Exactly. And that's just it. So hire some black people on y'all team. You know. It ain't even that. I mean, I guess, but I feel like this should stop now. I feel like we got enough predominant black figureheads that know what they're doing that can run that organization. But I was, I was leading to Starbucks. Oh. And how Starbucks says Those guys. They, that people can wear anything Black Lives Matter related, but they have LGBTQ stuff. Exactly. Uh, and it's a problem when people say that Black Lives Matter. And that's an issue to me. But then they turned around and they said it, it's fine for them to do nope, that. Nope, you canceled. <laughs> they had a company that shut down operations for an entire 24 hours to have yeah. a racial sensitivity course for all of this. their employees. You would think that they would have figured that out <laughs> by now. Like, what is going on? So, they don't care. I'm not going to be. They in don't really care proper, about us. To be honest, um, <laughs> I, like, I like Dunkin' better because it's a little bit cheaper. So, now I gotta find some um, different coffee K cups because that's all I have is Starbucks vanilla. That's my coffee. So now I gotta find some different coffee. Starbucks to me is a little strong. I like French vanilla from um, Dunkin' Donuts. You bought that little creamer one time. That thing was off a chain. Yeah, it was kind of good. <laughs> but, hey, Starbucks, y'all ain't getting no more of my money. Yeah, I'll y'all find like, that part. It's delicious, but no, I don't like my stuff laced with racism. So, no. And I kind of want to touch into, like, <laughs> some of the other businesses that are, uh, some of the other businesses are doing kind of following suit, just trying to nip it in the bud before it uh, becomes a problem. Um, I don't want to say any names, but there's a, a, a nice, uh, Big nice size supermarket chain in the state of Florida. Starts with a P and ends with an X. Okay, we know. Um, They put in a little. (laughs) (laughs) They put in that. Now we we've been wearing masks since what about April nineteenth or something like that. Been wearing a mask, but they just recently changed a little rules (laughs) where we had to have blank and blank masks. You couldn't have any writing on it, any pictures on it. Hmm. I'm just mad because I just got I just got my Florida State mask and now I can't wear it, bro. Bro, I had one mask. <laughs> but I see so, they're classy about their racism. Okay, they're like, you know what? We're 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 gonna avoid all the backlash that might be associated with that. We're just gonna make it. There actually was a story. Everybody. There was a story about a girl that uh, I'm not sure where it was. I think it was Miami where she had Black Lives Matter on her mask mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That grocery chain made her flip it inside out because I guess it offended uh, 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 one of the customers. But they get to come in with their Make America Great Again hats. Hats. 
Yes. I feel like if I got to be, just because I'm working, don't make making me feel offended, you know? So they come in and there see, with their little MAGA hats. employer to make their employee feel safe in a working environment. So uh, some places don't care. I, I know they don't care. Like, but y'all, I saw this shirt, this hat that said, <laughs> give me $1,200 again. And it was like the same Make yeah, America so Great Again. <laughs> <laughs> I want one yeah. of those hats. You need to get <laughs> I need it. I need it now. We need more than that. Dog said you need re- reparations. Listen, <laughs> for everything. <laughs> Martin Luther King said, "We coming up there to get our check." Exactly. <laughs> no, but go ahead. Um, do y'all think that the United States should recognize Juneteenth as a national or federal holiday? Or do you yes. think do you think it's up upon the horizon? I don't know if it's upon the horizon. Um, but me and Will were just talking about this today. Like Juneteenth as well as Kwanzaa, they're not like nationally celebrated and they're not as easy to celebrate as like July 4th is. Mm-hmm. Um that's definitely a problem. <laughs> like I was I was thinking about like okay, um Pi Day. We get emails, we get specials, like they teach you about Pi Day in school. Like, how is Pi Day more important than Juneteenth? Like, it's like little dumb holidays like that, that America, it just, it's just a convenient Columbus thing. Day. Like, yeah, like, who, who gives a damn? Like, why is it more important than when African Americans got their freedom? Like, it doesn't make sense. The literal people that built this country. Right. <laughs> like, and I'm not even shading. Like, so, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's. I think it's getting. We're getting there. I mean, it might take another year or two for them to actually um, give us California. I think California yeah, and Pennsylvania. Yeah, I thought something to get into. Like, it's a lot of big, a lot of big businesses that are already giving their employees that that, that day off without having to use. Like, I. I'm off that day because I'm using a PTO, but a lot right. of places like I saw the NFL, uh, they're giving their employees uh, Friday off. They're getting um, Nike or giving just giving their employees the day off. It's only real said that uh, <laughs> that their uh, California is already California and Pennsylvania is already declared a, a national I holiday. Paid. Yeah. Okay. I do know that they declared it. So I, I feel like it's coming, um, especially. And I would think that like HBCUs, they would have the day off. They should be the example. Yeah, yeah. they have. I feel like HBCUs should be the ones lead, the leading the charge. Yeah, have right. homecoming. I mean, not right now with COVID and all that. I'm no, gonna, no, no, y'all. They say right. homecoming gonna happen this year. I thought they said it canceled. No, somebody no. said it's happening. Yeah, they said it's gonna happen, but it's not gonna be the same. You know, I hope everybody have their mask on. Not, you, know. <laughs> you know they ain't gonna have All no people. <laughs> so many people out there. There's <laughs> a lot of people trying to. Man, uh, everybody trying to eat and stand up at, on the set. Like no, well, ain't know. nobody taking no precautions. No. I might, I might I'm, hit the best I'm, again just because it's close. I don't know about no homecoming. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I think that it will be a federal holiday. Uh, 
I'll say within the next five years. Anybody, anybody agree with me? You are wildly. Awesome. I hope it's sooner. <laughs> five years? I'll say five years. Why would you say five years? That is a long time. It is very long. I'll say it's been what, 200 years already? So y'all think it will be a federal holiday? Federal holiday. With pay, like people would get paid. Federal holiday like July 4th type of deal. Yeah. I don't think they'll widely respect it. it. I don't think so either. Man, them people want the day all just as much as we do. I really don't think. I think there are people that will go up and rally to work. That they, some people will rally in to go back to work after COVID. Yeah, <laughs> like you think That's they not gonna though. go? It's not different. I'm some sorry. people was out of work and they can't pay their bills and they're struggling. Well, people, I mean, the, the government, you know, kind of did help. I hear some people get something good. Some like, people get some good un- unemployment and but... rent assistance, all that stuff. Exactly. So I guess, but and I guarantee they they weren't the ones that really needed the job. The ones that was up there doing all that weren't the ones. I'm well, glad you know. But I, like I say, I say five years. Y'all won't believe it. Remember this podcast? It dropped uh-huh. on Thursday, June 18th. Thomas Hart said it. Why do you think people are more likely to celebrate July 4th? When their ancestors were enslaved on June 19th. Because it's it's a convenience thing. Again, like they have the day off. There's commercials, there's sales, you know, the hot dogs, the grilling, the beach, the big fireworks show. It's definitely a convenience thing. That's what I think. I agree because like, I mean, I don't think it, it was last year. It might have been like two years ago. It's on the reels. Uh, she got pretty mad at me because I wouldn't take off Juneteenth. And I was like, hey, <laughs> they ain't giving me this day off. I ain't taking it. I'm, I'm going to work. And we went back and forth for probably the rest of the afternoon about that. And you'll celebrate June 4th, but you can't celebrate Juneteenth. And I'm like, right. But I'm like, they give me this day off. And whatever. <laughs> when I'm supposed to go to work when ain't nobody else at work. So that was that whole conversation. Would you like to? Continue on that. Would I? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I, I was. I told him that he needed to take off Juneteenth because our ancestors worked their whole lives for us to take that one day off. So you take that one day off. If that meant using your PTO, take that day off and take care of yourself. That's what I'm saying. You got your See, whole life to work. You could take I eight know. hours off. <laughs> so that's what I said. Well, what I said. I don't even remember what was going on at that time. But it was a reason why I didn't take that day off. You had plenty of PTO. Like, <laughs> you plenty of PTO. Like, uh, like, uh, you knew uh, your PTO like, time. Like, I was there. I seen it. So, you just want to be stubborn. But, yeah, so. Got to prove a point sometimes. I can go ahead. What you got to say, Will? I was just saying, I guess it kind of depends. Like, did, when did you find out about Juneteenth? Cause I didn't know about it. Yeah, I kind of heard whispers about it. Um, I probably heard about it back when I was at FAMU. I think I took the African American experience, experience class. Yeah. Right. Yes. I heard about it then, but I still didn't like think about it and like actually take a day off and actually think about what it meant to me. Right. Um, and then maybe about 2017, 18, Blackish, the show Blackish did like an episode on it and. 
it kind of opened my eyes up to it more, made me go research a little more. And then also the show. Representation matters. Representation matters. The it show, does. The show Atlanta also did a Juneteenth episode. Um, oh, okay. Pretty eye-opening, too, as well. Um, everybody go check those episodes out of the shows. Um, I think they're both on Hulu, so find them and check them out. Uh, they both did, like, Juneteenth episodes. They weren't necessarily, like, historically profound, but they were just, like, informative and just a good watch. So that was when I kind of figured out, kind of started thinking more into me and being a black man in America and kind of taking that day more for me and hopefully the rest of America within these five years. It's not going to be that long. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see who is at the head? Man, you're going to get voted out, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you hope, man. The stimulus checks you dropped, man. Uh, I'm going to vote for Oh, boy. I'm just, the, you gotta, the silent majority. You got to speak it into is out here yelling. You hear me? The silent majority said they are no longer going to be closet racists. And they're going to come out. And y'all going to know about them. I want to come out. They already started. Yeah, they already. They have full-blown KKK rallies. Hey, sidebar, there's a lot of black men being hung. I see that. One in Palmdale, California. One in Atlanta. Wait, no, that, that was in Piedmont. That was like a couple years ago. One in Houston, Texas. And there was another one. And I, I don't know exactly where that one was. But they send the messages. And they, they, they keep saying that these men, these black men are going out to a tree in the middle of the night and committing suicide. suicide. That's a lie. That That's doesn't lie. make sense to me. Ain't no black man ever did that. And it's a it's a historical context and you can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, not, not with a tree, though. They're not out there hanging themselves off of trees. This is a message and people keep trying to ignore it and brush on the, the rug. Who? But mm-hmm. who who ignoring it? I ain't ignoring it. Where is it on the news? Oh, of course. They they go control the narrative all they can as much as possible. But, but they were all zooming in on that Wendy's that was burning in Atlanta that the white woman <laughs> set on fire. Yeah. That we saw a white woman set that, that Wendy's on fire. And all the black lives, the black people were standing around like, we just want to record this because we, we don't want them to say it was us. I ain't see all that. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> segue. What tradition should we carry out on Juneteenth? Oh, you got to sit down. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I always love the fireworks, but I think that's because that's what I was used to. Like this year, I'm gonna miss going to Southwood and watching a fireworks show, but I'm not even gonna celebrate <laughs> July Fourth this year. But for Juneteenth, Ooh, I like that stance. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not at all. No, I'm good. I'm good on that. Um, That's maybe like still do the cookout because mm. you know. Any, <laughs> I was saying like it's never a bad time to grill, but you know it's like <laughs> you don't you don't put on no flag. I I've never understood. Well, I can understand people that served in the military, maybe. I just never like felt comfortable wearing the flag. I don't know. Sing, 
I don't. Well, we we didn't wear, wear the distorted, flag. But distorted versions of the flag. Can't we did lie. the matching. We did the matching red, white, and blue tank tops from Old Navy one year. But like I said, we're not doing that no more. <laughs> it's done. No, no, you real. You real. <laughs> Living you love. You know. Well, yeah. You know, I had no, I no lie. I had an old navy shirt when I was like well, in high school. Everybody had that old navy shirt yeah, with that flag on it. With the flag. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. But you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. This country ain't for us. Like they've never been for us. And they, they talk about how these these black soldiers used to go across seas and fight whole wars and come back, and they wouldn't even be able to sit in the same car as the other soldiers like right imagine putting your life on the line and coming coming back to a country that you literally almost died protecting and have them treat you like a second class citizen right 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 want to sit up here and say you're disrespecting the flag and the veterans by taking it i just don't understand that sidebar Oh, I'm not supposed to curse no more, but F. Roger Goodell. <laughs> he came out and did that apology, dog. That's oh, yeah, I heard about that. He could have name dropped uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, the whole thing, that whole apology was for Colin Kaepernick. But I feel, I still feel like he's still trying to mess with him and mess with mm-hmm. anybody that's part of that movement by not name dropping him. Mm-hmm. They gonna give him his job back? You see, uh, Pop had called out though. It's been a huh? Popovich, Spurs coach. Oh yeah, yeah. Popovich speaking that truth, man. I love Popovich. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's been whispers that Kaepernick might get back in the league, but it's just been like whispers from like different agents. Uh huh. Um, until I see it happen, I don't know. I just got to see it happen before I say it's gonna happen. You know. This man, what? This man almost he about to be out of league for five years, and that's un- unheard of. Mm, definitely not lead that long and then trying to come back. I mean, he played quarterback, but it's, we'll see. Somebody give him a chance, but like I saw somebody trying to say the Patriots. That's not gonna happen. Uh, no. Patriots probably the second <laughs> the second most racist team in the league. Like, that's, that's not gonna happen. Uh, uh, they like the Alabama of the NFL. Ooh. Yeah, I give them that. I shouldn't have said that, huh? I've been said that. Well, have y'all seen the Texas A&M stuff? Like the videos of the, the people chanting, like the Black Lives Matter people are yeah. saying, no KKK, no racism. I, don't, I didn't know what no. And then the, no. the, the Texas A&M, it, the, the side coincidentally was all white, was, was chanting like the Texas A&M chant. And it was kind of like awkward watching that energy. And yeah, feeling I, that I saw the video because I was like, "Why are you chanting against what they're saying? You should be solidarity." I felt like they were saying, "Our our Texas A&M." And stuff. then like the, the people's directing, it was doing some weird. John, I thought it was doing the, uh, <laughs> the I thought it was, yeah, the Hitler stuff. But I was like, "What?" Uh-uh. <laughs> I didn't know what yeah, was we going. Gotta go look at that video. Really, really it was weird. weird. I didn't like that. So. I, I don't like that. I don't know. And I, that's that's another thing we could kind of touch on. Uh, a lot of these top athletes going to these predominantly white 
universities. I mean, I touched I touched on it in an earlier pod when I did a pod last week. But should top athletes start going to HBCUs again? Absolutely. Um, yes. To, because they don't really care about us. They treat us like crap. Oh, yeah. They don't care about us. And then, you know, the HBCU experience is like no other. All the boys have fun, though. Um, but I'm not talking about having fun. I'm talking about <laughs> self discovery, <laughs> self love, <laughs> black pride. Yeah, I had a great time, but I also learned that going to FAMU was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life because I never knew who I was until I went to FAMU and they were like, hey, yeah. You know, like I went to PWI schools my entire life and they were like, no, we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all equal. And then when I went to FAM, they were like, no, 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 no. You are different. Mm-hmm. And this system is, a, is not made for you, but I'm going to teach you how to navigate through that system. and that's what that's what the hbcu experience is about it's about (laughs) who you are and learning how to navigate through a system that was not made for you so that's why i tell people if you can go to hbcu go to it now i understood like there are some people that were concerned about funding i get it but as many people as many celebrities that have donated to howard have donated to all these different yeah, schools. Donate if them kids these start going. HBCU, uh, these these celebrities can come together because it's money in state for them as well. If they if Diddy and Jay Z and all them was really serious about co- coming up with their own league, that would be the perfect opportunity to invest into these HBCUs yeah, and have like, these boys going full scholarships and then mm-hmm. getting to play in a league level and navigating. They, they money can even be like like conferences like the MEAC. That's you just left the MEAC. And that's all that's all we know of fame you being in the MEAC conference. And like these big celebrities start pumping money into those those conferences and yeah. shit. They could probably buy the superintendents out or buy the commissioners out of those leagues and, and they can be the heads of them leagues and just pump money into it. Uh-huh. Have these games on BT all Saturday. Mm-hmm. I would love that. All like work back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was live, and I was trying to have a conversation with this guy earlier today on Twitter. I was like, back in the day, HBCUs used to be the 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 the, yeah. the, the ish. You know, I don't even know any other way to say it. Like all the top talent was there. You know, football wise, they were destroying. Yeah, it was winning national championships. I mean, like it, it was the ish, and then sometimes somewhere along the line, people started monopolizing more on their football teams, the PWIs. They started. So they started recruiting more of the talent. There's so much but, talent out there, and that's that's another that's a whole other discussion. So much talent out there. The guys that could be playing college ball and that and that's it start pouring over and some some like you said, somewhere, somehow it, it switched over to all the talent going to these PWIs versus the HBCUs. I'm sorry, Will and um Jasmine, what do y'all think about it? Will about uh top players going to HBCUs? Yeah, yep. instead of Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like Jabs was saying, it's an experience, and I mean, once the top players come to the HBCUs, other players will follow them. You know, other juniors, sophomores, you know, that's behind them will follow them. So I, was, I think it's a good idea. Me too. So we. Got- I do want to go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, 
I didn't really answer the question going back to how to celebrate Juneteenth. And I was just sitting here thinking like, I would love for, you know, Cascade to do something with the community like they do with the 4th of July and the, and then FAMU does with the Harambe. Mm -hmm. I, I would love. Idea. Huh? I think that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. It should be like homecoming, but not really. But just like all about, you know, the Black experience, have different vendors, have different performances. That would be so lit. I would definitely, I would come up there for that. If they were. Well, that's, what, that's what Atlanta does anyways. They have a parade and festival and stuff. So that's why I need to go there. Oh, we yeah. need a slide, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it would be great for it to, you know, be here in Tallahassee. It would. That'll start it. Oh, so. You said, you said start it up? Yeah, yeah, I got to start it up. <laughs> Figure right. out who you got. Yeah, the Tallahassee Light, uh, what do they call it? Tallahassee Light. Do a lot of them. They be. Yeah. Boys, man, shout out to Florida State. Um, what? Be out there. They've been out there. Uh, Speaking, Marvin Wilson, uh, Corey yeah, Durden, even uh, the head okay. coach, uh, Mike Norvell, they're out there protesting. They had they let them uh, uh, a walk on Saturday. Uh, uh, just let me know when your favorite university do that. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, I, my favorite university is family, sir. Uh, then Gators. So oh, oh. come again. <laughs> <laughs> So we wanted to ask you guys some questions about um, your position on the N-word. I know this is like a hot button topic. Some people want to avoid it. Some people will say they don't care. Some people say, you know, I say it with them. Um, it's okay if they say it in the song. My nigga, my nigga. Um, what is your position? I'm going to ask you individually. What is your position on the N-word? Will, you can go first. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, well, I feel like it's just a word that uh, just black folks should say. So white shouldn't say it, Puerto Ricans, Asians, Chinese. This is our word. So I just feel like nobody else should say it. So you feel like Hispanics? Even if it's in a song. Hispanics or, or how about Arabs? No, you cannot say the N word. So you you feel a, a certain type of way when DJ Khaled say "we nigga." <laughs> you cannot you say feel nigga. You cannot say nigga there. You cannot say nigga anywhere. So you don't like when DJ Khaled recites that word, sir? Mm. No. DJ Khaled and Fat Joe. No. What's the difference between DJ Khaled and Fat Party Joe? Yeah, but you don't bat an eye when you hear it. I mean, I agree. I mean, they can say whatever they want to say. Just, just know that I'm gonna give you that evil lie when you say it around me. Well, well, why do we feel that way? Because it's offensive. Why? Why is it offensive? That that word was used to wage war on an entire group of people for hundreds of years. Why is that offensive? You don't understand why that's offensive? I'll just copy it. It was used to, yeah, it was used to degrade us. <laughs> it's still less than. But they're not saying nigger. They're saying nigga. <laughs> don't let me. Uh, 
Well, some of them are still saying nigger, though. I don't care how you, what what you cap off on the end. It's still the root word. It's still the same. Yeah, I. That's how I feel. I feel like nobody should say it. Nobody should say it but us, as black people. And a lot of people don't know. Like nigger is my favorite word. I say it so much, and Will is just. What's my favorite word? <laughs> Like, I know I shouldn't say it, and I'm so surprised that I haven't slipped up at work and say it because I say it so much. Yeah, see, that's like, I don't say it. I don't say it. I mean, I don't, have, I, don't, I, don't be, I don't be around with boys like that no more, so I, don't, I definitely don't say it that much. I might, um, that's like something I say and I get a little upset. That's in my everyday vocabulary. You say F boy. Who? <laughs> I, who me? So the next question was, what microaggression that you have experienced in the workplace for each of you? Will, uh, well, Jasmine, I'll let you start now. Well, I don't have any really because all my jobs I've been working with black people, like all my, all my real jobs. My supervisors have been black. My coworkers have been black. So I haven't, ex- I haven't experienced any, any microaggressions. That's, that's really a pleasant experience. Uh, yeah. What about the most part of this? I know well, we'll experience I know Will got some. <laughs> oh. well, well, you know, well, I work with, uh, you know, Caucasians and I do have Caucasians customers. So there was one time where a customer, I don't know who she was, who she was talking to, but she was like, uh, she had said nigga. I mean, she wasn't talking. <laughs> what? Boy, I'm sorry, that's not funny, yeah. but it was funny how you said <laughs> She said nigga, like out loud? Yeah, she was on the phone. She was like, uh, I don't know. She she said, oh my, oh. She, so, pretty much she just used the word nigga, but she wasn't talking to me at all. But it just kind of... Was she talking about you? I just said she wasn't talking about me. You I said she wasn't talking to you. Or about me at all, Jessica. Oh, go ahead. Okay, she was going to go find her. She was going to go find her. This is my first time hearing about This is some years ago. So, But yeah, that was my first time ever hearing a white person say nigga, especially on the phone. But she, uh, so it, I did feel some type of way. I had called my family. I was like, because I was kind of, you know, upset. Because I was like, first time hearing, you know, a white person saying it. But she had, she started apologizing when she realized I was nearby. She was like, yes, sir. I just uh, sometimes just say the word, you know. Nope. I don't no harm. I was like, man, I ain't trying to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, just going. Yeah, so that was like my first time, really. Experiencing that. Oh. Uh, but yeah. I haven't experienced that lately, so yeah. yeah. I mean, me and me and my my boy uh, Smoke, we had a little situation one time. We was working at at that uh, establishment. Uh-huh. This lady came through our line. I think I was on the register, and Smoke was uh, bagging for me. Or it might have been—I don't even remember. It might have been the other way around. Uh, the lady just randomly said that. She just like came out and said, Y'all are black. And she pointed at my dog and said, You're really black? 
and you're a little less black. Oh my <laughs> and god! Was just like, what? And we just laughed because we was just like baffled. Like right. I had this bad <laughs> thing where I just laugh at stuff that's absolutely should not be funny. And me right. and me, and if me and him get together, we always laughing at stuff that's not really funny. Right. At that time, all we could do is laugh, but. At the same time, we was a little shocked and uh, baffled yeah. that that lady even sat there and said that in our <laughs> face. And she said it with a straight face. She wasn't like trying to be jokingly. She wasn't laughing. She just came. She just felt the need to have to point that out. And I didn't feel like we needed that. We know what our skin tone looks like. I mean, I was as far as I've gotten with somebody. I, I, I kind of, the way she said it, I feel like she, she called us niggas, but. Pretty much. It was a white older lady? Or? It was a white older lady. Mm. Mm. You should have been like, and you're really pale. It's right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have said that now, but I, I was way, I had like 2011, 2012. Like, what? And I, only thing me and Brad could do was look at each other and like cock our head and bust out laughing. Like, we really just heard that. I don't know if I told y'all my story already, but people who know me know I have locks. And during quarantine, we couldn't get our locks retwisted. So I wore a straight bob to a virtual meeting. And one of the directors paused in front of everybody and said, hey, I really like this new professional look that you have. No, they didn't say professional. Yes, that's exactly what she said. And I remember pausing and thinking, it was 30 people on that call. So she said that in front of 30 people. So, yeah. What was the lady's skin color? She had the of the Caucasian variety. Mm. You already know how they feel about our hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots, <laughs> loose, natural, whatever. Mm. If it's not straight, then it's not, it's not professional in the workplace. <laughs> And that's well, we already know that. You remember when we were talking about Gabrielle Union being displaced from her show because of her hair being braided, and you were like, why are you so upset about white girls wearing box plaits? Because black girls are penalized for wearing the same hairstyles. But it's, it's trendy for the mm-hmm. white girls. But you got somebody that came to me in a meeting full of professionals and basically told me my hair was unprofessional in its natural state. That's why it's a problem. It is. I agree. Anywho. Girl, I can go on and on about that (laughs) that topic. (laughs) That's why I purposely wear my hair the way that I do. Yeah, I try to be like... And this is a safe space for everybody on this podcast. I try to be transparent about stuff like that because people need to hear it. Somebody else probably dealt with something similar. But yeah, it's not a good feeling. You know, but that's why we, we're trying to put it out there. You know, self-love is important. And we have mm-hmm. such wonderful people like Jasmine and Will that are willing to come and share this information with us and spread our messages and mm-hmm. have these intelligent conversations about things that are happening. So we really appreciate all of our guests, including Jasmine and Will. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. 
Thank y'all for coming on. Is there a song um, that y'all would like to end the pod with? Yes. Can y'all play the Carters, the Black Effect? What's that? Listen to it. If you like it, then play it. But if y'all not really feeling it, then y'all can choose the song. But that song is everything. It's just, you know. Can can you have um Will text it to Thomas's phone? I can't find it. I don't it, know. Dog. How do you spell it? The Carters, Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh, I was like, oh, I ain't never heard of them before. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Hey, I got y'all. We gonna play that. Yeah. Um, mm. Again, thank y'all for coming on. Well, there's love of children, love of self, episode. love of God. The Holding love Hands of podcast. All of them have a yeah. different shape, but all of them is the same. With all your goofiness, you don't know who Jay-Z and Beyonce It's about sensitivity. Is. It's about passion. It's about unconditional giving of self to an, another person. And there's love of humanity. That's the love that is right now needed most, love of humanity. But in everything, in all of that love, there is a soul. It's like when you take some eggs and break them, and you, and you take the shape, you take the shells, and mix them up, trying to find the ones that match. When you find the perfect match, that compatibility results in passion, results in unconditional giving of self. I hope I can say that again. Yeah, I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. See my vision with a tech, the Malcolm X. Haters dreading my effect, they want that DOS effect. Get your hands up high like a false arrest. Let me see them up high, this is not a test. Yes, put them up, this is not a test. My hands where I can see them, it's all so white fit that I rock permanent. That I grow got no permanent. Hmm. Late, buddy, best dress. Got slowed down by the weight of my necklaces. Parking Lexus projects, reckless. Extra magazine, hopped on the jet with my ebony check. Blacker than the S's vest. The behind the back pass is so effortless. LeBron James to you, Amorosis. Dapper Dan at 4 a.m., I am the culture. I made my own wave, so now they anti-title I'm living a no-sock life despite you Since the Khalif died, they been at my neck Y'all can tell them Trayvon is coming next The SEC, the FBI, or the IRS I passed the alphabet boys like an eye test I'm good on any MLK Boulevard I'm good on any MLK Boulevard See my vision with a tech, the Malcolm X Haters dreading my effect, they want that DOS effect Get your hands up high like a false arrest Let me see them up high, this is not a test Yes, put them up, this is not a test Put your hands where I can see them, what's a false arrest? With your curls, your lips, stare up by my hips Gotta hop into my jeans, like I hop into my whip, yeah I've been in a hoodie like hell Come up by that pretty mother, like hello, hello I will never let you
you shoot the nose off my pharaoh yeah. Yeah. I like purple and purple rain Trying to put red and blue together, that's on game These people trying to get me out the paint Cause I cook collard greens and yams better than you ain't Man, we started with a mustard seed Now we in the grade 9-11 with the mustard seeds Matt Black Puma check Shining my light on the world just like Umi said Got the Richard Millie all colors I might hit you with the rose gold all summer For the culture They even biting cornrows Put your scared crows up I come from the finest crop Tell them the guards on roll Watch them line the block The chitlin' circuit is stop. Now we in stadiums, 80,000 watt. Yeah, watch. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. See my vision with a tech, the Malcolm X. Haters dreading my effect, they want that dice effect. Get your hands up high like a false arrest. Let me see them up high, this is not a test. Yes, put them up, this is not a test. My hands where I can see them for false arrest.